This week, NOAA released a report that finds that man-made toxic chemicals used as flame retardants in many consumer products are found in all U.S. coastal waters in the Great Lakes. The chemicals are called polybrominated diphenyl ethers, or PBDEs, and they've generated a lot of concern around the world in recent years because they're found all over the globe and because there's a growing number of studies that are finding that these toxins are not only damaging to the environment, but also to human health. Today, we're going to talk with one of the authors of the new report. It's Wednesday, April 1st, and this is Making Waves from NOAA's National Ocean Service. Today, we're going to hear from Dr. Gunnar Lowenstein, one of the authors of the new report and program manager for NOAA's Muscle Watch. So you might be asking what muscles have to do with flame retardants, Well, the report is based on data from this program, which has been monitoring coastal water contaminants in mussels and oysters for over two decades at about 300 different sites around the nation. Dr. Lowenstein said that mussels and oysters are used for monitoring not only because they're stationary, but because they have several key characteristics that make them useful. Uh, Mussels and oysters have a couple advantages when it comes to looking at contaminant concentrations in living organisms. One of the advantages is that these Creatures do not metabolize things like oil-related compounds such that we see what the organism was actually exposed to. Another advantage is that because mussels and oysters are found in many places around the United States, we minimize the different kinds of organisms that we have to look at. Well, because Muscle Watch collects around the United States of America, when we see something, we see high concentrations or we see something new, for example, the, the flame retardants, the polybrominated diphenyl ethers, Local managers and regulators can then do more in-depth studies to see if the, if this is a broad local problem or just a problem associated with that one Muscle Watch site we have in their area. Now that we've talked a bit about what Muscle Watch is, let's get back to the report. Lowenstein and his colleagues found that flame retardants, known as PBDEs, are now found throughout all areas of the U.S., the coastal environments, the Great Lakes, and even Alaska. These chemicals are everywhere, and they seem to be increasing I think what we're seeing from this PBDE report is that even though PBDEs were first looked at in the the human environment, they are clearly now in in the marine, the coastal environment, and they're in mussels and oysters. But mussels and oysters, again, are in a a sense a canary in in the coal mine for environmental contaminants. Flame retardants are used in products in the U.S. to reduce the risk of fire in things like upholstery, carpet padding, casings of TV sets, computers, and office furniture. In fact, all of us at some point are exposed to flame retardants. And while these chemicals help to protect against fire, the bad news is that laboratory studies indicate that PBDEs may impair liver, thyroid, and neurobehavioral development. The most sensitive populations are likely to be pregnant women, developing fetuses, and infants. Dr. Lowenstein. PBDs can be as much as 30% by weight in um, cushions found in things like couches. So when we sit on a couch, there could be a possible invisible cloud of PBDs that we're, what, what we're breathing. From what I've read in the literature, um, infants frequently or young toddlers frequently have the highest PBD concentrations in a household, and that may be because they, they crawl on the floor, there's PBDs in the carpet padding, and then the infants put their fingers in their mouths. So, we're, And there's also literature that suggests that PBDEs, because they're fat-loving, lipophilic, um, they can be transferred from mother's breast milk to their infants. 
While production of PBDE flame retardants began back in the 1970s and peaked around 1999, they're still found in many consumer products. And because the application of PBDEs has been so widespread, scientists speculate that they may present an ongoing and growing problem in coastal environments. How do these chemicals make their way into the environment? Lowenstein said there are several ways that this happens. Um, PBDEs can move into the, to the environment from a number of ways. Um, PBDE, PBDEs can move into the environment from uh, municipal waste. Um, PBDEs can move, move into the environment for consumer uh, goods as they're, they're discarded. Um, PBDEs uh, and PCBs both can move up into the atmosphere, and this is, this is one way that they not only are local from where their source is, but they can be broadcast uh, throughout our world environment. Now, Dr. Lowenstein just mentioned PCBs. Those are polychlorinated biphenyls. And that's a class of toxic chemical once used in consumer products that share many similar qualities to PBDEs. Now, according to Lowenstein, the broader implication of the new report is that we as a society need to think, need to rethink how we handle products laden with PBDEs. For instance, most municipalities today discard old couches and landfills. Well, if these landfills leak there's a threat that PBDE chemicals will be released back into the marine environment or into the groundwater. And alternatively, if a couch is incinerated, PBDEs may be released via stack gases and wind up in the atmosphere. We, in a sense, have a, have a cycle here. We have human consumerism and PBDEs, or flame retardants, being released into the environment, moving into the marine environment, and from the marine environment, possibly moving back into the, into the human environment. Um, the study gives, again, decision makers and managers a tool to see the extent of PBD contamination in our coastal environment and, and hopefully help in the decision process. And that was Dr. Gunnar Lowenstein, program manager for NOAA's MuscleWatch program. The report is called An Assessment of Polybrominated Diphenyl Ethers, or PBDEs, in Sediments and Bivalves of the U.S. Coastal Zone. It was produced by NOAA's National Centers for Coastal Ocean Science Muscle Watch program with support from NOAA's Ocean and Human Health Initiative. Now it's important to note that the report is written for a wide audience. It's not just for other scientists, so it's easy to understand and digest. And you can read it yourself. The full report is available online at ccma.nos.noaa.gov slash pbdereport. Or you can just surf over to our website at oceanservice.noaa.gov for that link for more on the story, and you'll also get more links to direct you to more resources to learn more about the report and to learn more about the problem of PBDEs in our environment. That's all for this week. If you have any questions or comments about the podcast, about the National Ocean Service, or about our ocean, send us an email. We're at nos.info at noaa.gov. Now let's bring in the ocean. This is Making Waves from NOAA's National Ocean Service. We'll see you next week.